Frank. Frank, come on, man. Can I Be Frank is all about capturing real, authentic, unedited conversation. Yeah, he's kind of together, but he has his Zoom H, not even this one, this, um, H2. H2 or H3, and he has a couple of those paddings, and then he has, um, he does it in the corner with all the paddings, and then he has the blanket behind. Yeah. Well, I'd have access to radio studios, so I could just use those, you know? Yeah, you could, yeah. Mm. It's, it's an interesting one and I mean you have the portfolio there already Absolutely. so um, yeah. yeah cheers buddy cheers indeed it's more bright there on that side on my side for whatever reason but I think it's because it's is it too bright there on my side no I think it looks good then. I look amazing do I yeah thank you <laughs> right. So can I be Frank? Yeah. What do you think of the name? I love the name. Do you? I love the name <laughs> because I love the way you extended the courtesy of can I be Frank? I wasn't sure about mayor can. Go like, on. <laughs> may I be Frank? As in like, I was even thinking of let's all be Frank. <laughs> Why don't we all be Frank? <laughs> <laughs> it has been revealed that Kanye West spends $500 getting a haircut every day. Yo, I'll have the usual, please. No, that'll be $500, please, Mr. West. <laughs> so are you going to introduce me? No. <laughs> you I'll, I'll introduce well, myself. I, okay, how would you introduce yourself? My name think? is Ray Walnut. Full name, Ray Walnut Skidmark Wingnut Cudahy. And what are all those each individual names for? Um, radio, uh, puppetry, general hype, um, excitement, but life, so would like skid social, social engagements. But do we do, are there different characters like Skid? Uh, which is the radio? There isn't. There's just Ray. But you see, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it starts with Ray. Ray Wingnut is my radio name. Yeah. But then I just I was trying to figure out what do I like about that name or why did I pick it. And I think it's just because there's two syllables in there. So then I was thinking of other two syllable words do I really like. And like wing and nut are two standalone words anyway. Yeah, they're and really then I unique, just yeah. Skidmark. Like Skidmark is really funny. Oh, I go Skidmark straight or Skidmark. I don't know, I go straight to the trousers. Like. Yeah, I know, but that's hilarious. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not like Skidmark. It's not a pretty sight though. Thing. They're not. You know what I mean? They're never a welcome sight. No, but, they're uh, never welcome sight. <laughs> 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 to see Skidmark. In the corner, you're never happy to see a skid mark there in the corner as you, as you walk over. So hopefully, somebody else will pick it up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah exactly. Yeah. Or like, hope oh, nobody ever saw, sees my skid marks. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not in the first year, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then it's grand. Like, yeah. and then once you have kids, it's, it's you know. Yeah, all, skid marks are part of life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I just, I just like the word. And then walnut? Walnut is, well, yeah, somebody got my name wrong one time genuinely and uh, just said uh, one of my favorite phrases of all time I remember uh, so, so like you know the wingnutting is is a bit weird I know to give yourself a nickname anyway yeah. so he I was just talking <laughs> in the pub 
and uh, he was this really young rapper from Limerick and I was like hey come here I must go over here and do a thing and he said it just he was so sincere about it he just said you can do whatever you want to do by because you're Ray Wallman. Can't just she wouldn't fit friends at the buzzer. Can't help but wonder how Lena's still asleep. Sure, he's missing us all summer. Bummer, but fuck it. Some people can't sleep at night. Running around like at the street and sucking for a piece of pie. I just thought to myself, yeah, I can do whatever the fuck yeah. I want to do because I am Ray Wallman. <laughs> so I was just like, so you were very nice then. You, so didn't, you didn't go, <clears throat> no, sorry. Uh, it's no, not. In front of you, like I said, yeah, I should give myself a lot of fucking nicknames yeah. and then I can just, you know, just separate myself from, from all kinds of personality facets and then I can I can do whatever the fuck I want to. Well, you can do Even whatever spill the fuck coffee you want to. on yeah, myself. There's no rules, absolutely no rules. Yeah. And speaking of doing whatever the fuck you want, what are you up to these days? Uh, these days I am doing a master's in primary school teaching. Wow. In Mirioi, in Limerick. And uh, yeah, it's funny. I've got a bit of a, an interesting dynamic going on because I was out in the pub with three buddies on Saturday night and we were all getting, you know, and it was a really great night. We're having a really great time. We're all having great chats. And then at the end of it, they all started saying, Ray, fuck teaching. You're not going to be a teacher. Fuck that. You're <laughs> going to do the masters for two years and then you're not going to be a teacher. And I was like, no, that's I am. I'm serious. I'm into this. And like, I am genuinely into it. Yeah. But they're just saying You like that, kids uh, as well. Like, you've been, oh, like yeah. been around kids. That's yeah. it. Like, I mean, I worked in kids TV mm-hmm. and I work in kids radio and, and stuff like that. So like, I really think that in terms of broadcasting, which I was originally doing, and let's say I did in my undergrad degree, mm-hmm. like, I mean, and as well as that in kids theater and stuff like that. So I have been working like, you know, in terms of kids broadcasting and theater for eight or nine years and I was solid. And, uh, and it's where I love it and I find the most legitimate and the most comedic and I think it's just the best type of broadcasting. Yeah. You can relate so, to kids as well though, I think, can't you? Very, yeah. 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 Mm. I'd like to think that I do, you know. But then I didn't like so to actually study it. So like to work in broadcasting and theatre for kids is great. But then to study it in terms of child development, child psychology, like pedagogy, you know what I mean? How to lead, how to get out the okay. best type of information tricks like classroom management and stuff like that. What do you like mean that. how to lead? Like, like, I mean, so the word pedagogy means teaching, right? Okay. But the, I think the Latin term uh, is, to, is to lead, mm. you know what I mean? So the idea is to, to lead kids to knowledge. Okay. You know? It's kind of nice like, though you know, as well to go back to doing teaching and bringing your life's experience with you as opposed to, you know, these... Not that saying anything against it, but, uh, you know, young people or whatever, 25, 26, are straight out of college and straight into a mm. full-time teaching job and teaching young kids about, well, the first kind of one of the role models you meet in life. So it's kind of nice that you're, you're bringing life's experience, which in a way you've lived, like, you've lived, yeah. not, not that going teaching, oh, I've, I've, down, I've like, been around the block <laughs> You've been times. around the fucking block. Oh, man. Louise! Louise! Oh. Uh, hello and welcome to the weather. So here's the weather. Rain, um, clouds, rain. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, here comes the big blue thing. My name's been Mev. Thanks to all the meteorologists yeah. up oh, in space. Yeah. Yeah, and back again. And back again to fucking and, tell the story. And what made, you, what made you do the jump from... Necessity, really, necessity. because media is so unpredictable. So I was working in RTE TV mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, and RTE Young People imploded around this time last year. Yeah. And uh, and I remember I was at home, and then I was 
my mum said it to me, my mum has wanted me to be a primary school teacher for years and years, like ever since I left school. Right. And uh, she said, oh look, there's a, as an ad in the paper for, uh, for Mary I, wouldn't that be very good now? And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. And then I was hanging out up here with my buddy Sharpie. We were working on a thing called Sharoof. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he's- What's happened with that? And awesome, it's still going. It's still going. It's still okay. going actually. Actually, I've handed a puppet over to another dude. Something okay. I've never done before. But yeah, he's he's just starting with Sharpie's brother. Because okay. I'm just, I'm not in Dublin anymore. Yeah. But I love Sharpie and I love Sharoof. Yeah. And uh, so he is a primary school teacher and he's an amazing fella. Mm. A really, really brilliant guy. And I saw how he related to kids and how kids related to him. And I just thought to myself, this is something that's really interesting. Mm. And it's it's something that I should give more thought to. And I, it's something that I should consider more. So, uh, so I went home yeah. and I said to my mom, and I said, where's that ad? And <laughs> she was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to throw in an application. And then I flung one in in, uh, in February, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then it was all sorts of hoops to jump through. But then I started in September. Wow. So like I worked with RT up until August. And then I jumped straight into it. So, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because I've just started talks now about ongoing work with RTE. But like in all that time, there would have been no work. So I'm, I'm hopefully using my time wisely. Uh, and so would that help fund it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I need to work, you know what I mean? I yeah, need to get okay. Bob's in the door. Is it yeah. primary school? It's primary school, yeah. Right. Which is essential as well. Because the difference between primary school, primary oh, school geez, is very, yeah. very progressive, interesting. Um, they bring in all sorts of aspects of play and holistic and everything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, you know, the real aim now is to provide a rich experience for kids. I think that's whereas, amazing, isn't it? Because we grew is, up with the fucking yeah. the drudgery of it. And I, if you can somehow make it that it, the appetite to learn is, is there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's... Like, I, I think I was the last... We, I was chatting to an old school friend of mine mm. and he said... That, and he was quite proud of the fact that we were the last generation to get slaps. And he was just like, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Real big, men out the, of primary the, school. The thick leather strap a couple of times, all right, yeah? Fuck no, it was, no, it was open hand for us. Yeah, open you never got a thick leather strap. That's yeah. the difference in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And that was the thing. And, like, and that was a Christian brother, you know? Like, I remember it was so weird. Like, one time I was doing a play... We were doing a brilliant play. It was uh, Reservoir Dogs, right? And that, was uh, that wasn't a school play. No, it wasn't no, a school okay, play. No, yeah, no. Yeah, oh, sorry. No, I've jumped. I've <laughs> jumped. I made a jump there. But no, we were doing a play in college, and okay. it was Reservoir Dogs. And uh, so I was in a suit. I was playing the Harvey Keitel character. And every this is gross now, right? Mm. And every so every night, you know, under the lights and everything like that, I'd perspire into the suit. And then I remember I was like, there was a smell on the suit, and I was just like, this smell re of like five-day-old sweat in a row really reminds me of something. Oh, I smell like a Christian brother. Because he was that guy in the suit with the yeah. uh, with the awfulness and everyone was just like, I smell like a Christian brother because I've been wearing this suit for like two weeks in rehearsals and like <laughs> and like five nights on stage under lights, jumping around, going apeshit. Mm. None of these memories are pleasant, you know what I mean? Mm. But no, it was my, hopefully, my uh, my life experience, like you say, yeah. my experience of Sharpie and and contemporary primary school teaching that made me want to jump in as well. And, but uh, so you saying it came from a, a necessity sort of thing. But uh, mm. so um, do you want to talk about RTE? Sure, I'll talk about RTE. I'm so not the RTE secret producer, which I've been accused of many. I times. didn't think it was you. For some reason, I pictured to be a 55, 56 year old female. 
for some reason. Really? Yeah, that's quite specific, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Got the demo down. I, I, I hear the kind of softness. I don't think she's able for it almost, what she's doing now, but maybe, maybe a bit younger than that because I've even put herself on Twitter. But whoever it is, mm. I don't feel they're quite able for the, the impact of it. They were doing probably mm. out of total... Do you know who it is? Not a clue, no. I, I wouldn't be asking you, but, but I was just wanting to know, do you know? No. no, I genuinely don't have a clue. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't even remotely think like I wouldn't even guess really about well I had one guy in mind right that a I guy. thought it might be yeah. yeah but then I thought maybe not no but I, I was at I was at the like I met a guy from school actually going back to the school thing that I hadn't seen in about 15 years and he comes up to me at the meat counter in Super Value in Mallow and just goes hi Ray are you the RTDC core producer and I was like hi Dave how's it going good to see you mate <laughs> <laughs> I was like where did that come out of like and, but, and tell me then how do you feel about it uh, uh, sorry how do you feel about obviously they they closed the kids department at the time and they yeah. they basically give you your notice I was really really pissed off at the time mm. and um yeah, it was, it was interesting because uh, there was a lot of, like, there was a real power play and a real kind of discussion that went on. But it was, like, unfortunately with the reality of kids' TV nowadays that the discussion was going on between adults, you know. Kids yeah. definitely weren't part of it. And uh, and they probably never are in terms of policy making. But, um, yeah, it was messed up. I was in the mix with Bosco. Bosco was on the rampage, was probably yeah. the most vocal person. And none of the protests would have mattered if it wasn't for Bosco. So Bosco got onto me. And then all of a sudden, I became kind of a, you know, a, soap, voice, a soapbox yeah. guy. Yeah. And then uh, and then it was the unions got involved and they were just like, okay, you and Bosco need to shut up now. And we're going to start fighting a battle. But then they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. They really kind of let the side down. And well, um, there is that whole fucking politics thing. I imagine that even being seen to be a, a protester or something, then you're almost written off. Are you? Was there that? Was there a bit see, of that? I don't know. See, no. I don't think people upstairs in RT were paying attention to me because I'm the puppeteer. I'm never seen on screen. Yeah. I'm a nobody to them. I'd walk past them in the corridor and they wouldn't know who I am. Mm. I don't think. Maybe they're just like that jerk. <laughs> And, um, but no, like, uh, but I was, all right, I stuck my neck out, all right, at one stage, I went on the This Week program on Radio 1. Mm -hmm. Your man called me at 10 o'clock on the Saturday night. I remember I was watching Match of the Day, and uh, I'd Match of the Day on mute, and I was on the phone to RTE Radio 1 to be broadcast the next day. And he was saying to me, look, think very carefully about what you want to, and what you don't want to say here. Yeah. And, uh, and why is that? Well, that's that whole idea of saying something, we're going too far, is it? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, because it is it is a career thing. Media is a career. And yeah. like, like any career or industry, it's made up of personalities, you know. Yeah. And those personalities have to either like you or not like you. And if you scupper that relationship, no matter how valid your talent or voice is, uh, like, you, you can just, it can be lost. But there is that huge thing as well. I imagine going on the radio or wherever the fuck you put your sentence out. You you just say whatever. You say one wrong sentence, and there's this huge culture of hammering all over somebody to just fucking. You said that, and you may have just it may have been just a flippant remark, but that one sentence. So you do have to come. Yeah, you probably did have to think about what mm. you were going to say, and yeah. like not quite Michael O'Leary style of getting the same three points and repeating them over and over again. But yeah. you you probably have to be succinct in the manner in which you're. You do, but then, yeah. but then in with, like with kids TV, like I knew that I was talking about you know protecting kids TV and talking about the legitimacy of kids TV. So I was up on my righteous high horse. Yeah. So I 
was very vocal on social media and very vocal on radio and stuff like that. Just because I knew I was right. Yeah. Just because RTE were doing a thing where they were taking their public service, a major part of it, and outsourcing it to independent companies. Mm. In which case it becomes a commercial service because they are making that for money. Yeah. And uh, which is the opposite of what they're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So I knew I was right. Mm. You know what I mean? I know, like, I can be a fucking shite hawk as much as anybody can, like, and talk guff and, you know, too much of my own point of view and. You know what I mean? Like it's a vested interest as well because I'm working. Sorry, I hit my mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working there for money as well. You know what I mean? I'm there to make a living. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? So I'm coming at it from a, a number of different ways. But yeah, it's like. But it was that kind of thing where everybody was really passionate there. Well, I got that impression from me that anybody in that department were grateful. Well, most we'll say were really grateful for the work that they got to do and really worked hard and wanted it to be good and wanted mm. to be the best that they could be. And then in the manner in which it was cut down, I mean, I think any reasonable person would have objected to it. You know? Yeah. And w- as well as that, like kids TV is really lucky in the sense that like it has that emotional attachment to people. Yeah. Do you know, so it's a real honor to, to make it and it's a real honor to work there. Yeah. And especially coming from the legacy of RTE, like lots of people look to the legacy straight away of, of the likes of Bosco, of the Den and stuff like that. And, um, and that's really, really important to me. Mm. But, um, yeah, so like it does, it had that emotional connection, but is it there now? Maybe not so much. But I don't know. Things are all changing there now as well. So, well, how, and how do you feel about it now that a year has passed in your life? It's not that it's, it's taken a slightly different direction by doing the teaching. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah, you would do you it. have it any other way? In other words, would you be if would you prefer? I know it's probably a ridiculous question, but would you prefer to be back working in RT full time or this route where you're? In control a little bit of your own destiny yeah. now by doing the teaching that like to be honest like and you can do both yeah hopefully mm. hopefully because this is the thing like I mean it's been outsourced now and the nature of the work is going to change yeah so like I mean the work is going to be much more piecemeal you know what I mean mm. so I, I will I'll have to do both like I say it's necessity now I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything I'm, I'm happy out I don't I don't care it's cool yeah yeah okay and what do you think of it now? Or do you get, like, you're obviously getting work. So, and I mean, yeah. which is quite nice. So that obviously they don't, nobody really gave a shit because otherwise they'd be going, no, don't fucking give work to that Ray chap. But they're obviously, somebody in there going, no, definitely give it to him. Or, <laughs> but you know what I mean? They would have gone like that. If, if, if they really had heard you and you know, you're protesting. No, like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting you say that because like there's one, major programming director of a national station right yeah. and one time i had like i was like this is a few years ago now and i was determined i was like i should be on that national station yeah i should be on there you know i really like like and it's not just like because i'm the funniest or the wittiest or anything it's just like because i've got something to say with irish music right yeah. that's like my thing and i'm just like do you know the underground is poorly represented it's not represented and it should be on a national station and stuff like that and like, for, for example, like, I remember, like, I emailed this major programming director a couple of times. And one time I sent him a Wingnut Records t-shirt, right? And that was it, like, and that's the thing, like, it's the most ridiculous looking thing ever. Yeah. Like, on this t-shirt is uh, Fidel Castro in a space suit. And his name is Astro <laughs> Castro, right? And Where does that he, come he, from? He just has Wingnut Records here. It comes from a, a, an old school buddy of mine as well, who okay. just drew it one day. And I said, I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. Can you write Wingnut Records on that somehow? Yeah, and yeah. you know, so like, I remember then I've another friend of mine 
was meeting with this guy and I was like, can you ask him for the crack? Has he ever even heard of Ray Wingnut? And she says, uh, she says, oh, I asked him, yeah. He just goes, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That was it. So yeah, like that was it, you know what I mean? So then like, I often think now, like, so let's say I'd often like be in this similar circles to him now. Mm. And I noticed some of the people who work around him are just like, oh, that's Ray Wingnut. He's got something to say. He's an interesting guy. But I'm often wondering, is it because I sent him that t-shirt all those years ago? Well, that, I mean, you know, that, go, that goes back to that media game being full of people. Well, it like, got his attention, probably. I mean, you can't avoid it. Yeah, but, like but like, would there be, oh, maybe we should ask uh, Ray Wingnut if he's, and he'd be like, fuck for that guy. No way. <laughs> so, Nam, thanks a million for being here. And uh, yeah, let's do it. Rusangano family. Um, but like that was the thing though. When you were in there, you were constantly, like I remember chatting to you one day, and it was you were you had constant ideas. Like you were throwing constant up ideas, and maybe some of them were kind of. But you were constantly flinging. What about this? What about this? And that is what you. That's do what you need have to do in media. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that was the first thing I learned out of college. I remember, I, like, the only programming director in the country who would meet me when I first left college. Or she went, I went into her office. Do you know what I'm going to do? Sorry, I, I, your voice is definitely deeper. I'm going to put this down. You don't mind me. Sure, Put yeah. my hands all over you. No, man, do your you thing. Won't, you won't say that I'm I got my lovely Willy Gensy now. You're going to mess it with the jaws. Jeez, yeah, well, maybe you should The jaws of the thing. Yeah, okay. Okay, where should I put it? Just uh, down a little bit further. Down I think, Yeah, I was just having a quick look, and you're in the middle down. A bit lower, yeah. mate. Well, you have a good deep voice. It's good for, good for um, uh, audio work, that's for sure. Oh, cheers, mate. Oh, sound. Um, but um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh yeah, so she said to me after I first left college, she said, in this industry, ideas are currency. Okay, sorry, I'll just take the time. Yeah, ideas are currency. Ideas yeah. are currency. And I just thought like, wow, what a thing to say. So she was just like, so if you want to pay your way in this industry, you've got to have ideas and you've got to have a lot of them. So when somebody says, that's a shit idea, You'll be like, boing, that's fine, because I've got another one right here. I have a book up there called Ideas Are Your Only Currency. No way. I have, yeah. Oh, she must have read that. So. <laughs> She's well, a brilliant lady. Nessa McGann is her name. She's my boss at Spin. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, well, it, it is in a way, and the thing is, I suppose, I mean, you aren't permanent. So, there, but I think that yeah. appetite for, uh, I don't think it would have changed where you made, if you were made permanent, you still would have been pushing those ideas out there. But was there a part of that where you kind of wanted to get a name for yourself too, or, or was oh, it yeah. just, is it just your nature? I think, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely my nature, I think. But it goes back to that thing of like, you know, if you've got something to say, yeah. how compelled are you to say it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if a musician believes they've got an album in them, what's the compulsion to write it? You know what I mean? If somebody believes they've got a novel in them, what's their compulsion to write it? Mm. With me, it's a compulsion to make radio. It's a compulsion to make kids create. Honestly, yeah, yeah exactly. it's creation yeah. in its. And once you're there, like I mean, once you're in an environment where, like RTE or any creative industry, like a really great place with great equipment, with great talented people all around you, talented technical people, like, yeah, like of course the ideas are going to go mad because you're just like this is amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and it goes back to the thing of legacy as well. You know what I mean? Let's. Let's make America great again. You know? <laughs> That's a wonderful leap there now that I have to try and get my head around. That's one of those. Okay. I'm not, quite, I'm, not, I'm not jumping with you there, Tony. Totally. Yeah. Just give me a second. And Let's I, build a wall. I, I take, oh, yeah. 
now I know what you're saying to me. You know what? But you but you know what I mean though. Like it's the whole idea of um, of uh, it's I don't know. Like um, yeah, it goes back to the thing of legacy. Great kids TV. Bosco, Zig and Zag, the Dane, Dustin. You know, I was in the privileged it's position tough to of being his memory, f- emotional memories for yeah, us, I suppose. Know. And yeah. then that's, I think that's what puppets do. Puppets have a, have a, have an existence in people's imagination. You know what I mean? Like we like we could all write a you know write a, a thesis on Zig and Zag. You know what I mean? Because we know their characters and their character types so deeply. And so, how do you feel? Like so, there's a couple of things I wanted to go with you there. With the, how do you feel about that? Like when you even you mentioned your passion for the underground music, right? But and obviously trying to um, trying to get that out there in a world where people don't pay for music and where the TV people are telling you, look, that's great. Yeah, but that's not going to pay the bills mm. and then you know they come down and you're obviously you're a master puppet puppeteer um but in a world where kids have got unbelievable devices they've got fucking the best video games trying to um how does it feel you know they are they, are they going to embrace that now but i know when kids get it in a live scenario they, they do they're captivated mm. but it, i mean it is still more than i was talking to manuel manuel was talking to about theater and theater you know it's it's it's, it's an old art i don't yeah. want to say it's uh, gone but because i just uh, you know it's not something that i would do but i know when i go there i'm richer for them for the better yeah, for but anyway yeah. it's a long way of kind of trying to get to how do you feel about that idea like you can see it in one hand it's slipping away in front of your eyes that idea of you know the old programming and fixed at a time that here sit down and watch this at this time you know yeah well I suppose like I mean you just got to um, you, you got to embrace it for what it is you know what I mean you got to do it for the value that it holds in yeah. terms of like you like break it down you know what I mean you know what I mean what is what is radio radio is like so it's somebody telling you a story. Yeah. It's me talking to you right now. Imagine yeah. if there was like there was no there was no camera there, there was no microphone there, we'd still be chatting. Yeah, we'd you still know what I mean. Hammering it so out, we'd be yeah. still you know having a conversation. Yeah, but and it's the same with uh, with puppeteering. If there wasn't cameras there, you'd be you know what I mean. You'd have a little fluffy sock or something, and you'd be yeah. doing a show for for kids, and you'd be making them laugh. You know mm. what I mean. You do like creative things because they uh, they make hopefully. Hopefully they make the world better. Yeah. You know what I mean, or they bring improvement to people's lives and they change somebody's day. Mm. And you can improve it. And in terms of like, in terms of broadcasting, that's the ideal. Or, you know, or you know, you explain something interesting or you explain something new. You know, we all learn something new from it. So yeah, I mean, you know, just because just because the like the method of of filming it or putting it on the internet is changing, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't change what we're actually doing. Yeah, and. The fact of the matter is that, like media or no media, we'd still be doing the same things. Like you know what I mean? We're just telling each other stories and we're just communicating with one another. So yeah, it's it's still it's still all there. It's all there for the taking. You know what I mean? Like mm. nothing is lost. You know to say like, oh, kids, they don't they don't buy albums, but it's, you know, kids love music. Kids react to music in yeah. a real way, and that's something that's never going to change because that's human. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, does it come down to this? Um, I suppose I'm trying to get my head around. I think of my own kids, and I know they. If if it's there and it's easy for them to get that, they will entertain. They will give anything a go, mm. and they'll go back to the things that whatever because there's such a wide range of things available to them now. They they will go back to the thing that they uniquely themselves mm. like. Yeah, and in that in that game, a spe- you know a really general thing. In, or a general form of art is quite difficult 
to maintain oh, unless it's unless it's exceptional or it's whatever impossible you know, impossible like yeah. like i mean like it's it's impossible for an adult to truly relate to a kid like mm. because i think kids kids are funnier they're more energetic mm. they have a lot more capability honest. like i mean like they're it's, honest. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, their honesty is, is second to none yeah you know what i mean and their sense of humor is better than yours you yeah. know what i mean but they so learn it's, that it's, they, they, they lose that lovely honesty that it is just there. It's why we all years ago would have, I don't know what those fucking shows were called when when adults interviewed kids, and you got that perspective. You know, is a school around school the corner, around the corner. Or whatever. But it'd be something like that, and it was always that honesty that you know the the guy interviewing them couldn't predict what they were going to say. There's no staple yeah, answer yeah, there. Yeah. It it could be anything. And yeah. that's the nature of kids, and that's the nature of that, uh, uh, you know, anything that is a bit free or liberating. That yeah, like I, like I was talking to somebody the other day, and we we're talking about we we're talking about drama, right? I'm flick this baby here. Go on, yeah, drama. Uh, so, so yeah, I was chatting to a buddy the other day, and we we're talking about improv drama, and you know the way the idea of improv drama is. You know, I say something, and then the other person says yes, and, yeah. and then they do something. And we're talking about I conflict. like improv, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but kids do that naturally, right? Because let's say if kids are playing cops and robbers, like, yeah, you know, and they're like, okay, but you ran out of bullets, and you go, okay, yeah, but I've got a bulletproof vest. Yeah, my bulletproof vest. I'm driving in a car now, so I'm getting away from it. You know what I mean? So it's just like they've got a natural ability to to dramatize, be creative, and constantly. Do you know what I mean? It's, it goes back to that thing of ideas. You know what yeah. I mean? They're like. They're they're better creative thinkers than you. They're funnier than you. Better sense of humor. They're yeah. a more sophisticated audience. Well, what you're saying <laughs> is really that the management team in RT should be replaced by ten year olds. <laughs> that oh, is man. what you're saying. The CEO, oh. of our, it's a fucking great idea. Actually, be they brilliant. should be because it does play Adventure Time all the time. <laughs> It'll be just fun all the time. Oh, good eye, Bubbles. Good eye, Loofer. How you going? Awesome serve today. Life sure is pretty sweet here in Scrubby Bay. Yeah. Huh? What's that? Oh no! Little Bobby, what's wrong? Guys, guys, come quick! The abduction house on the hill, it's on fire! But no, like, I mean, like, I slag off RT, but IT, I, RT public service stuff is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, uh, traditional Irish music on Radio 1 and stuff yeah. like that. That's, that's my favourite stuff. Uh, like There's a lot of fucking bitterness about RTE as well, which I find. There is. I don't know even what the word is, but it is that kind. You can get it where people really are hateful towards That's them, it. you know. And like, I can be a douchebag, right? Yeah. Because do you want to hear an interesting one, right? I was, I was, I was watching Brendan O'Connor last night, mm. Cutting Edge, and I thought it was a brilliant show, yeah. right? And I was writing. A, this is like this is why I'm a douchebag now, right? Yeah. So I was writing a tweet. And I get a phone call in the middle of writing the tweet, right? So I'm like, oh, so I answer the phone call. And it's my lady, right? Yeah. And she was like, hey, what are you doing? Shout out. Uh, shout, shout out to Holly <laughs> Bell. And, um, Holly so, Bell? Yeah. You're a nice name. And um, so... How are you, Holly Bell? So, oh, so, and she was like, oh, so what are you, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I was, I was just tweeting, actually. <laughs> and she was like, all right, anything interesting? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was just tweeting that, like, I was like, Brendan O'Connor is class. He fucking leaves Tubbs and Darcy in the dust, mm -hmm. right? And she was like, oh, you're so mean. And I was like, it's a God, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right, I am mean. What do you mean, mean, that mean to the other two? Mean it? to the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was okay. like, but I'm trying to say how awesome he is. Like, 
She was like, yeah, but you know, you could say that in so much nicer way. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Uh, I am yeah. being a douchebag. And like, I think that goes back to the whole thing of like, you know, you're tweeting in a private space, but yeah, this is classy. Well, that whole but thing if you share it with somebody, they're just like, oh, wait, what about the empathy for other people that you've but like, have lost? That's the thing about Ryan Tuberty and whoever else. Like, if you were to, in a way, to, in my mind, RTE is an ar- organization trying to survive in a dying medium. Yeah. So and like they've cutbacks across the board. Like. And they, they have to. And I suppose like even the likes of uh, the late late comes with all that heritage that it's impossible for somebody like your man. He's just a dude trying to, uh, you know, make a show. But it, it come. He has all that restrictions of what it was. So he still has to kind of. He's trying to put his own stamp in it. But is it? You know, there's a little bit of him in it. But he still has to follow the the order and the routine of it. Of so I, I would think that's kind of difficult. And your man, like, what's his name? Pat Kenny was fucking... I used, it used to drive me crazy, except when he did... The only time he was good was when he did this, the series. When he did, you know, when there was a real problem going on and somebody had a big opinion here and somebody else had a big opinion here and he mm-hmm. could mediate, then he was fucking in his oh, element. Affairs, like. That's but current in, affairs, like. Yeah, but in terms of, in, but in terms of uh, emotional intelligence, it just totally <laughs> fucking lacked or any sort of ability to be able to put somebody at their ease. But then you got... Brendan O'Connor seems to have a bit of a way where he, he can get into the weeds or the... He's able to have that conversation and it free flows but and react. Yeah, and he's intelligent. Yeah. Because there is, I think with O'Connor now, we're really getting into nerdy stuff now, but like Brendan O'Connor, he definitely opens up that Cork Dublin divide. Yeah. You know, or maybe Go that on, Dublin culture divide. What's the, yeah. Because I used to be down in RT and some people used to say, oh God, Brendan O'Connor. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, he's class, isn't he? <laughs> and like, and they're just like, well, and I was, you know, because if you look at even his physicality, sometimes he'd, he'd back up and like, when he was doing that Saturday night show, and he'd be just sitting there kind of, and he'd be like, there'd be lots of this going on, but, but like, what? Yeah. But like, but you're why surely? And I'd be like, I love this. Yeah. Even the fact that he's saying like, but are we not talking shit here? Would you not just, you know? And I'd be like, that's the cart thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I think the Dublin kind of showbiz slick style is always well, like, but then the, yeah, that, I, I bet you somebody in his ears was in his ear, rein that in, Brendan, be more this way. Don't be fucking, really don't be Brendan. You know, can I be Brendan? He should have that show like, no, but I, I think the cart critical it was, and cynical faculties. Yeah. That was like, always bing, his bing, writing. Bing. That was always his writing and always his way, that bit of, you know, bitter fuckingness or cynicalness or whatever it was there. Not bitterness, the wrong the way. the editor of the, Fucking Life magazine and, and the Sunday Independent. Ah, yeah, oh, God, yeah. worst thing in the world. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know who's uh, actually see, on, you know who's on, no, you know who's on the front cover of that, and I see her and I just go, I can't fucking believe she's on the front cover again. <laughs> and I, I, you, you know, what's her name? She's the one with the fifty kids. Man, we're making fucking enemies here and all that. <laughs> I don't give a shit. But uh, you know that you're one with the fifty kids. Miriam O'Connor. Miriam O'Connor. She's on it every, uh, and I shouldn't give a shit. It's just that is that it like. Yeah. Is that all we've got, like? And that, in a way, is that safety fucking thing. It's why it doesn't expand out. Yeah, we're a it's, small country, like. Yeah, we're a small country, but it's the... It takes time for anybody new, for anything new to develop, and it's given it that time and space to mm. develop. You know what I mean? And in all of that... But sorry, yeah. It's, it's interesting, actually, like... Or maybe not interesting, as the case may be, or this conversation goes, but, like, like there will never be another Marty Whelan. no. Will there, there probably will be another Miriam O'Callaghan. Like, will there, like, you know what I mean? This thing of like, yeah, my job is a television presenter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Marty Whelan's job is to be a television. Like, 
like that doesn't like this generation is not going to have those you know what i mean no, especially I, with the I, idea of like getting rid of young people's you know what i mean like the closest thing you would have had let's say was with anything people under the age of 40 let's say would have been uh, Republic of Telly, and you know what I mean. I don't think those guys are going to be. You see, it's it's, it's 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 young people's content as opposed to young t- people's TV. They should not. There should be young people's content department in a national broadcaster. That's just the way it is. Now, the fact that it's outsourced, that's purely for them. I'm sure a cost thing that they can say, right? Well, we have ten suppliers. It's really business like, but we have ten mm. suppliers now, and we'll beat them down in cost, and we we'll get way more ideas. Let's just do it. Because mm. we're moving from a small department here, we cut out that cost, spend it here, and we'll get better ideas. In principle, I imagine that was the kind of the business logic behind it. But it still is not fair to all the human beings in there. You know, not fair to, to to kids. You know what I mean? Well, I think you see. I do think if the focus had been content, and yeah. you, and it's content, 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 yeah. then everything would have been okay but it's the idea it, they shouldn't have said we're closing or you know we're yeah. taking away emphasis we're refocusing it to be to kids content and like i've had conversations with the independents like the best people in the country are independent mm. of rte yeah like the most talented people in the country don't work for rte yeah uh and like and in terms of independent production companies like the conversations i've had with them have been fierce exciting mm. and they're just like we should do this and we should do that we shouldn't do it like like that. Yeah. We should do it like that. And I'm like, class, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you see, because the old guard is, here's what we have, and we're, and we're falling towards the fucking ground, and it's just, let's do safe, that at least we mm. have, and so we have our 10 yeah. bankers that are not even bankers, really, like it's... Yeah. Well, the same, mean, same as radio, like everything is just like, uh-oh, trouble, nobody's, less people listening to radio, let's just, let, why don't we all... Just play the Coronas. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, so then we can all just get by. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, you see, but I suppose that's what everything's beige. But I think out of fucking that, we'd say contraction and expansion is a nice way to say it, but uh, creative contractions, which it is kind of traditional TV is contracting to that, whereas other things are expanding. Obviously, the web is becoming this fucking mm. uh, monster, is a monstrosity. But uh, for TV to survive and all that. Like I watched Gogglebox mm. the last day or last Great night. Show. I fucking couldn't believe that I liked it. I mean, oh, I couldn't man. believe it's it. A fantastic show. But that's, I think it's capturing that as best as is possible with a camera being there. That sort of authentic feel, isn't it? It is just yeah. people, and we're actually more interested now in what be, the whole celebrity culture is dying a fucking death. This known you know and that we are more interested in watching a couple of lads there's a couple of lads last night and there was a mouse in the living room and the two lads drinking the beer watching no some way. fucking show and i love the idea oh, of that fantastic like, yeah it is like it's so fucking yeah simple yeah i know the editor of that show actually and like yeah and she loves it as well and it's brilliant it's brilliant for her as an editor yeah. to work on a show that that she can have you know she can like watch it i can time this or i can juxtapose that with that and it's going to be really funny you know what yeah. i mean whenever they say something gas and then they cut to the ads i'm just like aaron you did it <laughs> would you i was thinking there last night you could almost have a fucking a goggle box about goggle box because you know <laughs> myself and you were talking and you're looking at the characters going ah oh, those three lads are deadly 
not so sure about them now. And you, you are commenting and reacting <laughs> to the individual people, like, and you yeah. want to know their reaction. And then you have the mammy with the two kids. And but of course, that was the beauty. Remember, the royal family was like that as well. Remember the royal the family? The BBC Two show. The BBC Two comedy yeah. show. And there was that thing of like, wow, look, a conversation just like you. And like, yeah. that was always the golden rule. You don't, you like, you never show people watching TV. Yeah. Like on Home and Away, you'd never see, oh, like, they're all watching TV, you know. But, uh, you like, see, but, that's then, but then with that, they'd all be sitting there. And like, the camera could just pan along and they took that time and then they'd just be like. And but for somebody to go ahead with doing that, like, I mean, because the thing that always stands out in my mind is, you know, the goodie and the cup of tea, like the goodie and the cup of tea, you know, the way they'd have the tin, mm. which in every household, even in Ireland or <laughs> England, you have the goodie tin and yeah. our house was always empty, but you have the goodie tin and you have the cup of tea and, the, and them eating it. Now, I'd love to know who, how that got approved, because on any, on any stretch of any imagination, there's nobody will... With a uh, with a business brain or whatever, who's going to go? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a hit. Like that's yeah, definitely people are going to love that. Mm. It's that's the risk though. You have but to they, like. I think BBC has always done that, you know, <coughs> because like, uh, and recently they're doing very interesting. Like they they put live kids TV back on BBC Two. Okay, well. like not it's on CBC, CBBC, but it's also on BBC Two on a Saturday morning, mm. and it's live. It's got puppets. It's got gunge falling on people. And uh, now I haven't seen it, but the fact that they're doing that, and they've got Top of the Pops coming back as well on a Friday okay. night. Yeah. I think it's just called like that Friday night show or something, something like that. But it's interesting how like, you know, like I mean, the, the rules like would say, uh, kids don't watch TV or uh, music on TV doesn't work. You know that like they're the, we're we're actively doubling back. Now. Yeah. You know the conversation is going back to TV. Like Brian Dobson left six one yesterday mm. and everybody's tweeting talking blah 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 it's national discussion yeah and like i mean like we're talking about television something that we've been saying for the last 15 years is like television is over yeah it's events though i think events will bring people together there's the it, it, so an event it's like the fucking the cursed x factor my kids will will watch X Factor, and they would like us all to sit around. I'm sure on a, on a Saturday night to watch the X Factor. Now mm -hmm. that's not live, but it is actually, and it is an event, and it it is like that Saturday morning show. Show the live feeling does give you that sort of this is an mm -hmm. event that I'm uh, taking part in, and the appetite for that, I think, is is still there with that bit of freshness yeah. of the unedited sort of vibe. I think, yeah, mm. spontaneous. Spontaneous, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, it is a really interesting point, though. I mean, like I said uh, 10 minutes ago, that it's a dying medium. But it is and it isn't. It, it, it's like vinyl is dead, zero, gone forever, and comes back all brand new, you know. And people, it's, it's an experience that people are willing to devote time to their vinyl and open it up. And so there is that thing with TV. Like I sat and watched Gogglebox. Now, it was probably because there's nothing on Netflix, Netflix yeah. or... Or else, or else, like I mean, or else, like our use of the internet is going to flip completely around, and our use of the internet is going to flip back into like so. Let's say everybody watches uh, Gogglebox to tweet about it or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like our use, our use of the internet has dictated us to go back to TV. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, yeah, like I mean, let's say X Factor. You know what I mean? You know. We all love watching X Factor and, and there's the interactive thing. You're getting both hits, but tell me this now: Do you find uh, 
it, like when you're just in there about the way it's so our t you know our use of the internet impacts maybe our tv like i feel i just want to put down my phone like if i'm going mm. on i'm on a facebook troll there's some yeah. fucking serious dissatisfaction it's not a I, I was actually saying to somebody, it's almost like a porn troll. It's almost, you know, you, see, you get the news story, you're flicking down through and you find a half decent news story and you go, that's not bad now. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll keep that one for later and see, can I get a better news story, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're seeing the analogy. And, yeah. uh, and, then, you go, and then you go down, <laughs> no, you go down, you go, and you go down, you go down, and you go, okay, I haven't found that. And I'll go back and read that one. I go, and, you know, that's as good. But it's totally and utterly I, I, dissatisfying. See, I'd be the worst person ever to talk about web, would you? Because like, yeah. I can break down my web habits to six sites. Okay. And like, that's just boring shit, like theguardian.com, yeah. Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, and you know what I mean? I don't even use the apps, like, you yeah. know what I mean? I just okay. go into the little log of the blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. my use of web is so... You're not Limited, lost. You don't like, get lost on the phone. Like, nah, no, 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 no but like, I'm still always on the fucking thing. Well, that's like. what I mean, though. But I'm saying, you, you see, even fa we won't go into it too much, but like Facebook is so intelligent now about what you like. Mm. And you click onto one video and it'll suck in with another few videos because it knows Ray likes this, this and this, and they're yeah. studying everything you like and they keep giving you more of what you like. I'm just saying, I suppose, that experience, forget about it, it's not satisfying versus something that is more singular that engages you yeah. it's like the idea of a book i don't think it'll ever die because there's something that uh, that captures it that yeah. no other medium can and you feel fucking human again like yeah you feel human. human your brain isn't going like if you're like if you're watching tv with your kids you're just like you must be such a proud dad like because you're just like look at this family you look at this family <laughs> moment that we get to share watching fucking simon cole you know what i mean yeah I like you're like you're, you're never going to sit around youtube and watch fucking two of us talking on can i be frank no <laughs> with my kids look at me there look what i said no forget what ray said what did i say it was amazing well actually i do like obviously the event of fucking um uh, what's it called? The Late Late Toy Show, and you're there with your kids. It's, uh, it's again, it's an event, but the, the different reactions. My kids, well, one of my kids, Jack, dies with cringe when the Billy Barry fucking kids come on doing their singing, and I die with cringe as well. And I did as a kid too, but yeah, my other yeah. son who loves that. But anyway, sorry. See, uh, I don't, I don't have kids, yeah. so when the Billy Barrys come on, I'm just like, this is, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't watch this. This is just too weird for me. Like, you know, no, I, I can't stand it. I never yeah. could, li I never liked it. No, I always hated it. Yeah, I always hated it. Oh, it's just but, I, but it's weird. Yeah, like I'm not into, I'm not into toy show. You know, I didn't, and people think I'm a freak. You know what I mean? But then, like it's Halloween, I don't, I don't get dressed up for Halloween. Oh, I can't stand getting that. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, I digress. Yeah, anyway, right. Um, well, the answer is anyway that you can be frank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's all be frank. <laughs> Let's all be. Um, you, have a, you have a thought for the day, you know, to, for people to take with them? I have my whole. No. I'm, not, I'm not so arrogant. How's it going? My name is Ray Wingnut, and I am here with Sleaford Mods, Jason and Andrew Leds. Thanks a million for taking the time out. We're here on tour at the moment. And it's a, it's a lovely time to meet you because I think you're right in the middle of something crazy at the moment. You're very prolific at the moment. Do you feel like an inspired, kind of creatively charged couple of lads at the moment? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say to you, 
on a slightly alternative notion. What's with the Ulster Bank? Oh, the Ulster Bank thing. Well, is there anything you'd like to say? Like the the heads, the CEO of Ulster Bank will be tuned in right now. Is there anything you'd like to say to? No, but no. It's What's not, happened? It's or, not just Ulster Bank. It's just um, bank and financial institution advertising. Yeah. Everything is. We're going back to basics. Yeah. And there's a little puppet or a stop motion sheep jumping over a fence or something. Yeah. And like and like uh, at Ulster Bank. We liked, da, 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 da. you know, for all, and you know, or like you're holding a baby, like it's for her future, <laughs> or something like that. And just like financial institutions selling financial products is always just like this heartstring, like ukulele playing, jiggy jing jing, jiggy jing. Yeah. Jing. Oh. Oh man, sure I know all about like, that. Really. And I, it makes me furious. It makes me. But did you not notice that all like from the crisis, the rebranding process? Oh, the rebranding. The rebranding has been going on and on and on and on till you know it reached the point. But I mean, what you need to do is do your own ad of this fucking. This is a great, terrible analogy, but great. You know, you know the movie Seven. Do you you know with Brad Pitt? You know your man with the strap-on thing. That you know the really horrible scene. No. Can you remember Seven? No. The movie Seven. I remember the movie, well, but I don't okay, remember. Okay, well, there's this scene where this guy was forced to put a, a strap-on knife on. This is fucking get oh, right. Oh no! It's really horrendous, and he's supposed to have sex with a woman with this horrendous. Oh, yeah, it's 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 bleak. But what you're looking for really is an ad with somebody with that a bank person with that strap-on riding the customer. Oh, oh no, is that too, no, too far, is it? It's too far. Too far. Okay. I just do it like with my little <laughs> satirical couplet rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I just uh, took it all the way there. With all right. the families we'd be screwing, we don't admit any wrongdoing. Because at Ulster Bank, it's help for what matters. <laughs> and like, I just think it's so... Well, the, you need to piece all those together for like a rap, like, don't cynical, you? Like, uh, is there a rap there that you can do? You can piece all those tweets together into one uh, the rap against the bank. But my buddy, my buddy, uh, she she compartmentalized it nicely for me because she was just like, because she was like, what's bugging you about the fucking bank ads, man? Mm. And I was just like, well, besides all the awfulness, the way they treat my fellow citizens and my fellow human beings, it's uh, it's the way they do with the stop motion ads and the ukuleles. Yeah. She was like, ah, they're mistreating ukuleles and puppets. Now I understand. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's funny, like... Sorry, yeah. I put on with a fucking loud mouth cribbing and moaning. No, 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 no. It's just I noticed them coming up and I was going, what's going on there now? It's like, see, you know, like it's like he's late to the party. He's yeah. going, you know, I mean, it's a bit late now, Ray. Like, <laughs> I know, it's yeah. All, yeah, it's the banks. Yeah, the I didn't, banks, I didn't yeah. like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, so, no. oh, yeah, like, who... And, Mr. President, afterwards, can we go get ice cream? Yes, we can! Oh. Thank you! I thought that a, a, a bank a marketing department and an advertising company could be so cynical and manipulative, you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell. Fucking life, man. Bullshit. Media. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, very good. Fucking hell. <sighs> so no, we're at 50 minutes there. Jeepers. Nice, nice little amount of banter there. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a long interview. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice one. Yeah, I won't be cutting it down into um, little tiny points. No, no. it's it's, it's going to be as it is. Um, and so you're back to college. Uh, back to college. Yeah, off today because uh, there's people graduating. 
Okay. Yeah. I see you will be teaching in two years' time. Very nice. And so, what is uh, that's it? You're going to be back up, back up again in a few weeks. Uh, back up again in a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Going, we're going to do a, a recording session with Jinx Lennon. I love Jinx Lennon. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant musician from Dundalk. Do you know him? Oh, sure, I don't know fucking amazing music now these days. Oh, he's a fucking cool bastard. He's amazing. He's really, really. The music scene is that good, is it in Ireland? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. immense. It's brilliant. You'll never get to the bottom of it. There's always more and more. I have, there's a load of really cool radio projects now that I've planned, and it's all just with it is with underground stuff like, mm. and it's just yeah, it's fascinating. So every Sunday morning, you're still. Every Sunday morning Every from nine forty-five, and the spin. What's it? What's it? Ray Wingnut on spin. Yeah. So you just have to turn on your the radio. Yeah, that old. <laughs> thing. But you can get it digitally anyway. Can you? You can. Yeah. You can. Okay. Yeah. Do when you put up your, I always see your little puppet thing on a Sunday morning. You put up. Um, you need to put a link there for me. Make it easy so I'd be able to just click into that. No, link. no, it shouldn't be easy. Why? There should be a journey, just like fucking when you like <laughs> go back to the fucking eighties and all that. Just like when you had a favorite band and you always went to the shop every week and you said, "Do you have it now?" And they said, "No." And you're like, "Oh shit!" And when you got it, you liked it. There has to be a journey. Yes, yeah, it's not just instant, instant, instant. The journey makes it worthwhile. Then. Journey does make some things worthwhile, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not your radio show. Oh, wait a fuck no, did no, I turn no, that no. on? Oh, no, it's just it's there. And I go, oh, will, I, will that work now on my phone? No, no, no. I just know that if it was there, I definitely would just click in. Yeah. Uh, I know, man. I'm like, I, I don't work in a marketing department. Yeah. And that, nor do I anymore, thankfully. <laughs> anyway, no, thank that, you very much. That should be the interview, man. We, it, should, we should switch. Oh, I'm and, happy for that, yeah. yeah. Can, yeah. You, can I be frank? Yeah, oh, and you can, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. No bother. My pleasure. Great stuff, Franco. I enjoyed that. Really enjoyable. You knew what you were getting. I was going to keep talking and talking and talking. What's that? Um, I just fucking, I talk all fucking day. Like. Hi, if you like the conversation that I just had and you'd like more, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. Frank, come on, man. Yeah.